Hello, Joe Federico here, your host of Quick Quippy Marketing. Today on the show, I have Alan Williamson. Alan started acting on stage, eventually making his way to film. Always honing his craft, he studied in the MA program at the UK's Bristol Old Vic Theatre School and continues his training throughout schools and studios in Los Angeles. He enjoys portraying a broad range of characters from bad boys like Brandon in Freeform's Teen Spirit and Billy in Lionsgate's Abduction, to historical pieces like PBS' First Thanksgiving, AMC's Turn, and Fox's Legends and Lies. Please join me in welcoming Alan Williamson to the show. Joseph. Hey, Alan, welcome to Quick Quippy Marketing. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? Good. So thank you so much for your time. We certainly appreciate it, your fans and our listeners. Um, you know, so I guess first I'll, you know, tell the audience how we met. That was on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's the power of social media. And, <laughs> you know, that's our tie into the marketing aspect of our show, essentially. Um, so the power of social media is, is, you know, certainly alive and well. So oh, yeah. how have you been, Alan? What's going on? Good, good, doing all right. Just um, trying to stay sane, stay safe out there right now. I guess that's all we can be doing right now, huh? Is just <laughs> trying yeah. to navigate these crazy times that we're in together. Um, and we are certainly all in this together. <laughs> yeah, um, you said it. So I did record, you know, and the audience that is listening and your fans can certainly, you know, hear about your bio. Um, but why don't you give us a little introduction to you as well, just to start the show off? Sure, sure. Um, I uh, got into acting, you know, just as a as a hobby, as a you know, little pastime. Um, started doing some theater, local theater. Did some theater at universities, and uh, eventually, just through the course of looking for more training, found you know, representation and started doing uh, film and television. So fortunately, I've been able to, I guess, make a living off of it, which I'm very grateful for. And uh, just continuing to do training and do as much as I possibly can. Of course. So was acting your first choice for a career? Actually, it wasn't, which is, (laughs) uh, ironically enough, I was doing banking. And um, I did not see that coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it, the, the banking world just wasn't for me. I, I I was doing the nine to fiver and was just not into it. And uh, as soon as I fell into acting, you know, things kind of just took off and uh, I've been enjoying life ever since. That is amazing. You, uh, you know, especially now during this crazy, you know, these crazy times that we're living through. Yeah. You really have to live your true self, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Um, because I also, you know, had worked a nine to five and it was just, really? j- j- just too much. I actually worked for not going to say their name, but a <laughs> Fortune 500 company. OK. And I was, you know, just earning a living, but I was working over 60 hours a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and I just didn't come home happy No, and it was a paycheck and you know, everything else. But I was like, is this worth my health? <laughs> you know, exactly. Um, yes. And, and it really wasn't in hindsight and I'm glad I'm, you know, evolved enough. And, and now years later that mature enough to, to realize that there was a, a different way. And that's what, 
led me to starting my own company, you know, like led me to working with, you know, clients, you know, and, and other uh, creatives like you. Um, and it's just, you know, so much, I mean, like, that's not to say that life still doesn't go on and life is difficult at times. Um, you know, but there are other ways, you know, um, yeah. in being, you know, free with your time. So, you know, actually what drew me to you, Alan, is a, a few things, you know, that you were on turn on AMC, which is one of my favorite shows that we had talked about briefly right. offline on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then uh, season three, which, which we'll get into in a few moments, sure. but also that you played a Patriot Nathan Hale in another role. Can you tell us about those experiences and then about your draw towards history and historical roles? Yeah, yeah. Um, Nathan Hale, that was that was really fun. I was actually um, uh, being looked at at the same time I was playing Nathan Hale for Legends and Lies was being looked at as Nathan Hale for Turn. But um, there was a lot of other uh, situations involved that kept that from happening. So they got me in at the, I guess, season three around the same time to play one of the King's Guards or something. But um, yeah, Nathan Hale on Legends and Lies was really interesting because I did not know that he didn't say I have, I regret that I have but one life to uh, lose for my country. So that was kind of a shocker to me. They said, we're going to have you say that. And then we're going to have you say what he actually said, which was something totally different. It was completely different. Yeah. If you historians listening know the truth. So. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that until we shot that scene that day. So that was, that was really fun. And that's one reason I love doing history is you learn so much more when you're doing historical dramas. Absolutely. You know, actually I had went back because it's around the July 4th, you know, ish time yeah. to go back and try to find you in, in turn on, uh, on Netflix <laughs> because I was like, now I know who that is, you know, and going forward, um, we watch it every year and I'll know exactly who, you know, played like one of the guards. So that's actually pretty amazing. Oh, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and we had talked about uh, just so the audience can kind of get looped in, in our conversation that I was in a film too about Nathan Hale. And the Battle of Long Island on Setauket, um, yes, actually at at Benner's farm, which was crazy, which was part of the battlefield back, you know, during the Rev War, very um, cool during July Fourth weekend in 2017. So I kind of feel like a kindred spirit with you, um, you know, Alan, that we kind of both were in the same kind of roles at the same ish time. <laughs> yes, um, that's so fun. That's that's absolutely crazy, you know. So. Um, so in your opinion, my friend, how can Hollywood better preserve history, um, especially during these times that we're living through? Like, why is it so important for actors to take on legit historical roles? Wow, that's a that's a loaded question. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's it's definitely good to preserve history so that, you know, humanity and society knows where we've come from. I mean, everyone's heard it before, but we want to not repeat the same mistakes that have been made in the past. And we want to learn from the successes that have happened in the past. We can move forward from there. And, uh, you know, cultural advancement is just key. That was a great loaded answer. (laughs) No, really, because I just, you know, being a also a, a historian, being a PR, a publicist and a marketing, you know, guy. Mm-hmm. I would like to just to start the, these conversations, you know, um, yeah. and, and to understand why they're so important. I feel, especially now 
without getting too political. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yes. <laughs> um, so what are your, you know, your favorite roles in the past and why you, you have a lot going on. You've been in a lot of movies and, you know, shows, but what roles really stuck out? The, um, for me, I believe, uh, the roles that have a lot of character development. Um, I, I was actually in a discussion with some friends, some actor friends, when we were, um, talking at a barbecue in LA before the quarantine happened, as a matter of fact, um, There's roles, you know, where you can be on bigger, you know, network programs and you have like, you know, a couple lines or something, or there's things that delve more into character development that you can just get lost in their world. And I enjoy the more independent films where you can be this, this character that goes through a whole series of, you know, emotional battles and, and just straight living and, um, I, I did get the chance to play uh, the life of an author. I had no idea who he was when I landed uh, the character role, but um, I had the chance to meet him and uh, he had gone through so much uh, pain in his, his childhood and his upbringing. And when I met him, I actually could tell just by the two hours of conversation that we had when we first met. And, um, I really felt honored to just play this, this man's life from those moments that he had to deal with growing up and just realizing the pain and struggle that somebody else went through on a whole other level than I've ever, you know, had the experience of, of having. Would you like to play more of those roles in the future? Absolutely. Alan? I would love to. Um, I really feel like as an actor, it just, it builds character you know, for any, for any human being that has the chance to try to understand living through someone else's eyes. Of course. Um, that, yeah, hands down, I would, I would love to do that over and over. Let's just change gears for a second. How are you getting along with work during the pandemic? Are you doing a lot of, uh, you know, zoom, uh, readings or, like what's what's occupying your time right now there are a lot of readings going on um a lot of a lot of uh writers and producers are trying to hold table reads through zoom or other uh you know facetime type of uh apps but um also there are ways that uh productions are able to continue moving forward um you know local cities and, and governments have issued COVID-19 guidelines. And as long as a production can follow those guidelines, there's no problem. So fortunately we've been able to shoot a couple different projects during this time, as long as, you know, all the regulations are followed. Any news as to when that may be fall, winter next year, as far as release dates, uh, as far as getting back to set and just, yeah, we've, we've, we've been, um, I fortunately had the opportunity to be on set to be on set a couple times um in the last two months. Um, as long as like I said, as long as the productions are following those guidelines, we have been on set. Um I uh, for instance, um if you're doing a uh, union set, a union production SAG, um at least what I've seen is that they have a safety person now has to be assigned to the production. And they make sure everyone's wearing their masks. People are six feet apart from each other. And then when you go to shoot a scene, 
the actors remove their masks, give it to the safety coordinator, and um, they, you know, they yell on the um, on the radio that it's a hot set. Actors have removed their mask. We shoot the scene, and then they bring the mask back. So that sounds insane. I mean, I mean, as <laughs> yeah. if. As if, uh, you know, recording uh, a show or a movie isn't, you know, hard enough. Right, um, right. More complicated, huh? But you have to now be socially distant while you're on a hot set. Yes. Here's, that blows my mind. Here's a kicker. Also, you have to wait uh, 15 minutes um, in between scene changes for particles to die down or something like that for the, for the air to dissipate. <laughs> so that's... That's, that's that regulation. We are literally living in the twilight zone, my friend, aren't we? <laughs> yes. I, I wish you the best in that, but I would not want to be on a hot set right now. It I, is confusing. I don't even go to the grocery store. I get stuff delivered. I mean, <laughs> right. that's wild. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let, let's get a little juicy. What are you doing during the pandemic that is for fun or that you have free time to do? Like, what are your passions? I want to hear more about who Alan is not the actor. Okay. Not the actor. Hmm. My passions. Like you're working out, you're learning a new skill. Like how are you getting through? Yes. Yes. Always, always working out. Um, I do more of a, uh, the hit type of training where it's more, um, body weight, uh, high intensity intervals. So I'm not using weights as much, but more of a lot of, type of mountain climbers, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, lunges, squats. Um, I try to do those type of workouts every other day. Um, if anything, just to keep me from going insane, you know, it, uh, really keeps the mind regulated and, oh, you uh, have to. yeah, you have to. helps yeah. me fall asleep and wake up at a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> have you met any major celebrity that you want to share anything about? For instance, I don't know, just on set. Or just walking down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've met a handful of really great celebrities on set and walking down the street. Um, on set, I uh, I met Jason Isaacs, who was uh, among other things, he was uh, Lucius Malfoy in um, Harry Potter. Um, not Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, yeah, Lucius, who was Draco's father. Um, he was a genuine guy when uh, we were on set for something. He came up, introduced himself to me. I was just, you know, one of the regulars standing there. And he came up, shook his hand, said, I haven't met you yet. Um, gave me a photo of his headshot, which was awesome because it said, all the best uh, from Jason Isaacs. And when you flip it over, it had him in his uh, Harry Potter getup. And it said, all the worst from Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> Oh, that's wild. That's yeah, cool. that was a perfect headshot to have. Um, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, he was he was super cool. Uh, I bumped into Hillary Duff like three times in life. I just randomly. I'm actually kind of jealous. I you know <laughs> both in you New know, York and what it is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Is she is she coming back? I know she she released a song last year. Is she coming back? Is like Lizzie McGuire now, or has that been postponed or you don't really know what's going on? They were, they were planning on it. And then, uh, things, uh, as far as I've heard, things have not yet completely, um, panned out in regard to that. So honestly, I'm not sure where they're standing with that. I'm just, you know, now the 
I used to be back in the day, 2000, oh my gosh, 2007, eight. This is before the bubble hit and, you know, crazy things happened right. uh, back then too. I was actually a celebrity gossip, gossip columnist um, for a few websites. So nice. I was in touch with like Perez Hilton and I was on, you know, red carpets and the, just the crazy New York City life, you know, of, of, of a PR person. Yeah. So that's kind of coming back and speaking about celebrities now. So bear with me. Sure. Um, <laughs> So, and, you know, and Hillary, if you're listening, if you want to become a guest, please be my guest and you know, reach out. <laughs> um, so what's yes. on tap for the fabulous Alan next year or you're, oh, you're not man. sure with, with, with COVID? Uh, um, right now, just focusing. Um, I, I don't know what, you know, my manager or agents necessarily have in store, what they're trying to um, help out with or cook up, but. In regards to the indie side, uh, I'm working on two historical pieces from a company called 1663 Media Arts. One is a Revolutionary War period piece, uh, fictional, called Elijah and George, about a young boy whose family gets disrupted during the Revolutionary War. Um, I'm currently cast as his father. And he tries to tag along with his father in the uh, militia, but they get separated. George Washington gets involved. And then they have another one called, um, I think the working title is A Lively Experiment, about the life of John Clark, who helped in founding Rhode Island, the state of Rhode Island. So it's been interesting to um, work on playing that character and learning about who he was. Um, also, uh, working on a project in development called The Fallen, which is about a, a supernatural uh, high school setting where um, there's a group of students. And I don't know how much I can release about that info just yet, but it's a series and it looks pretty exciting. No worries. I mean, if I can get anything first, you know, yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> um but my ears perked and I got chills because, you know, like Washington's my, like my dude. Yes. Um, so if you can get me any, you know, any passes to you being on set when that happens. Oh, hundred percent. Hands down. You got it. I, I will fly out. <laughs> I, I'll be your agent, you know, like whatever you need. Um, but that's awesome. And you're playing a father role. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should give that out, but, um, I when I was <laughs> yeah when I when I was hit up for that role I I mentioned that too I was like I've you know I've never played a father and and this is brand new and um, the writer uh, mentioned well you know they were having uh, children at a much younger age in the 1700s um, so I guess they believe in me but uh, we'll see I mean there's still time it's in development so. We'll see if I can pull it off or not. <laughs> you have definitely blown my mind on this interview, Alan. I don't know <laughs> what's happening with you, but I'm excited because you're young and you're Hollywood. And I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. appreciate um, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on that lovely note, we're out of time, unfortunately. But can you tell our listeners, your fans, anyone who's interested in you know listening and sharing your life, how to get a hold of you online or social media? Uh, yeah, everything is pretty easy right now. Um, from Instagram to my website, everything is Alan Williamson, A-L-L-E-N-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-O-N. So Instagram, uh, Facebook, like I said, my website, alanwilliamson.net, and I guess IMDb. That's amazing. 
thank you so much for your time today, Alan. Thanks, Joseph. Yeah. Um, truly. And then for those listening, please tune in next time for more quick, quippy marketing. Hello, Joe Federico here, your host of Quick Quippy Marketing. You've just heard a recording with actor Alan Williamson. For more information, to get a hold of me, to work on some projects, or to become a special guest on Quick Quippy Marketing, please head to josephafederico.com. You may call me directly at 973-289-3517 or follow along with the conversation across all of my social media platforms with the hashtag Joseph A. Federico. Thank you, and tune in next time for more quick, quippy marketing.